You're listening to Come Follow Me Weekly, a weekly podcast with thoughts and insights for the Come Follow Me lessons of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I'm your host, Heather Weber. Thanks for being here with me this week. This week's lesson is entitled Armed with Righteousness and with the Power of God, and it covers 1 Nephi chapters 11 through 15. Today is a very good day. (laughs) My son had his follow-up appointment from his surgery, and the doctor said that he's fine. Our weather has finally calmed down and my kids have gone back to school. This morning I was thinking, wow, I feel really happy. (laughs) It's been a while. I've had a rough couple of weeks and I've just kind of been in survival mode. But things are looking up and today is a good day, so I hope you're having a good day too. The opening paragraph of this lesson says, When God has a monumental work for his prophet to do, he often gives that prophet a monumental vision that helps him understand God's purpose for his children. Moses saw a vision of this earth and the inhabitants thereof, and also the heavens. The Apostle John saw the history of the world and the Savior's second coming. Joseph Smith saw the Father and the Son. Lehi saw a vision that portrayed the journey we must make toward the Savior and His love. As recorded in 1 Nephi 11-14, Nephi saw the ministry of the Savior, the future of Lehi's posterity in the Promised Land, and the latter-day destiny of God's work. This vision helped to prepare Nephi for the work that lay ahead of him, and it can also help prepare you, for God has a work for you to do in his kingdom. You are among the saints of the church of the Lamb, seen by Nephi, who were scattered upon all the face of the earth, and they were armed with righteousness and with the power of God in great glory. I love that where it says that God has a work for you to do in his kingdom. How often do we stop and think about what the Lord needs us to do with the blessings that we've been given? One suggestion that I've heard before and that I wish that I would remember more is that in our morning prayers, to ask our Heavenly Father to help us to know what He would have us to do that day and that we can know it and have the courage to do it. Reaching out to others has so many benefits for the people that we help, but also for us. I think it's hard to focus on our own problems while we are trying to help someone else with theirs. Or even just focusing on being kind. It's hard to be grumpy when we're focusing on being kind. So I think trying to figure out what the Lord needs me to do is something that I'm going to work on this week. The first section of this lesson says, God sent Jesus Christ as an expression of his love. And it talks about Nephi's vision that is found in 1 Nephi chapter 11. And we know that after Lehi told his family about his dream, Nephi had a lot of questions and he wanted to see what his father saw and understand the things that he saw. So he receives a pretty awesome vision and Nephi sees the tree of life and he wanted to understand what it meant. And in his vision, he was able to see Mary, the mother of Jesus, and to see that Jesus had been born on the earth. And then he saw a lot of the major events of Jesus's life. And in the lesson, it asks this question. As you read and ponder 1 Nephi 11, what do you find that helps you understand why Jesus Christ is the ultimate expression of God's love? And then it references John chapter 3, verse 16, which says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And I think that that scripture answers that question. Jesus Christ is the ultimate expression of God's love because he is the way. It's through him and because of him and his sacrifice that he chose to make for each one of us that we have the opportunity to return to our Heavenly Father someday. And without our Savior, we would all be lost and this life would really have no point. We would all be failures. But with our Savior, we are not lost and with him we cannot fail. His atonement is there for us. He did that for you and for me. And whether or not we choose to accept it, it was done for us. 
And our Heavenly Father loved us all so much that he was willing to let Jesus make that choice and go through that alone for us. Our Savior is the ultimate expression of God's love. The next section of the lesson talks about how the Lord prepared the way for the restoration. In Nephi's vision, he sees a lot of things other than just the vision that Lehi saw. He saw a lot of the history of this country and the history of his posterity. He saw generations of his people and what happened to them, and we know that it wasn't all very happy. (laughs) And then in chapter 13, verse 12 and 13, it says, And I looked and beheld a man among the Gentiles, who was separated from the seed of my brethren by the many waters. And I beheld the Spirit of God, that it came down and wrought upon this man, and he went forth upon the many waters, even unto the seed of my brethren, who were in the promised land. And it came to pass that I beheld the Spirit of God, that it wrought upon other Gentiles, and they went forth out of captivity upon the many waters. So we know that he saw early explorers. And then in verses 16 through 19, it says, And it came to pass that I, Nephi, beheld that the Gentiles who had gone forth out of captivity did humble themselves before the Lord, and the power of the Lord was with them. And I beheld that their mother Gentiles were gathered together upon the waters and upon the land also to battle against them. And I beheld that the power of God was with them, and also that the wrath of God was upon all those that were gathered together against them to battle. And I, Nephi, beheld that the Gentiles that had gone out of captivity were delivered by the power of God out of the hands of all other nations. So Nephi sees a lot of the history of our nation and things leading up to the restoration of the gospel. And then the angel who was showing all of these things to Nephi started showing him that many people would be inspired to keep records. And in verse 40, it says, These last records, which thou hast seen among the Gentiles, shall establish the truth of the first, which are of the twelve apostles of the Lamb, and shall make known the plain and precious things which have been taken away from them, and shall make known to all kindreds, tongues, and people, that the Lamb of God is the Son of the Eternal Father and the Savior of the world, and that all men must come unto him or they cannot be saved. And that, of course, is talking about the Book of Mormon and how it will restore some of the plain and precious things that get kind of twisted around in the Bible. So why did Nephi need to know these things? Why was it important for him to see all of this? He went asking to know the things that his father saw, and he got so much more. And that would have been a lot to take in, especially seeing the fate of all those generations of people. But if you look at what had to happen first, for a lot of the rest of that to happen and to come to pass... Nephi had to make it to the promised land. And in the process of that, we know that he was going to be asked to do some really hard and nearly impossible things. And I think that our Heavenly Father needed Nephi to see the importance of what he was going to be asked to do. And maybe it was because the Lord knew that by showing Nephi all of these things, he would realize the importance of what he was going to be asked to do, and it would help him to have the faith to get it done. Our Heavenly Father gives us what we need when we need it, if we're humble enough to ask. And I think that Nephi is a great example of that. The lesson also asks us why it benefits us to know these things and to read about what Nephi saw concerning our country and the restoration of the gospel. And I thought about verse 17 of chapter 11, where the angel is asking Nephi if he understands what's going on. And he asks Nephi, Knowest thou the condescension of God? And Nephi says, I know that he loveth his children. Nevertheless, I do not know the meaning of all things. And there are a lot of hard things that happen in this world, and a lot of things that we probably aren't going to get an explanation for in this life. 
And I think that's probably by design because the Lord needs us to develop faith. And if we get clear answers for everything as it's happening, there's no need for faith. (laughs) And there are a lot of things going on in the world today that are just hard. And sometimes we wonder why these things happen the way they do. But it gives me such peace to know that our Heavenly Father loves His children. He loves all of His children. And I believe that there is a purpose and a plan behind everything that happens. And we can have peace in knowing that events in this country or in the world or in our personal lives aren't just random. They're part of a bigger plan. And that everything that happens in the end is for our benefit. And sometimes it really, it takes everything that we have to get to the other side of our struggles and to be able to look back with perspective and to see that. But I know that if we have faith and stick close to our Savior, in the end, we will be able to understand what those struggles were for. You know, I was thinking about my son and all he's ever wanted to do was to go to BYU. And he was so excited to be able to go. Before we left a few weeks ago, he told me, Mom, I've been waiting years for this. And then he gets down there and immediately has surgery. (laughs) He didn't get to do all of the new student things that he'd signed up for. He missed the first week of his ward. He started his BYU career going to school with his mom and just playing catch up. And my son is a great person. He's always been very obedient and very faithful. So why did these things happen to him? Well, the other day he told me that as he was walking home from school, a guy in his ward ran out of his house and gave my son a cookie. And my son said, Mom, people have been so nice to me, and I'm going to remember that someday when I'm in their position and I see someone in my position. And I think that's one thing that we can get out of knowing the things that Nephi saw. We can see that life is a struggle, but there is a purpose behind it, and things are all working together towards a better end, and it gives me great peace to know that. In the lesson, it talks about how the Book of Mormon restores many plain and precious things that were taken away from the Bible. And online, it references an article called Plain and Precious Truths from the March 2008 Ensign. And this article is basically a chart that lists 25 truths about the Savior. And then it has references from the Bible about those truths and also references from Latter-day Scriptures and Prophets. And it's a really cool thing to read, but it doesn't translate very well into a podcast. But I wanted to mention it in case anyone wanted to go read it because it's pretty interesting. And then it asks us to think about how our lives are different because these things have been restored. President Nelson said, My dear brothers and sisters, I testify that the Book of Mormon is truly the Word of God. It contains the answers to life's most compelling questions. It teaches the doctrine of Christ. It expands and clarifies many of the plain and precious truths that were lost through centuries of time and numerous translations of the Bible. The Book of Mormon provides the fullest and most authoritative understanding of the Atonement of Jesus Christ to be found anywhere. It teaches what it really means to be born again. From the Book of Mormon, we learn about the gathering of scattered Israel. We know why we are here on the earth. These and other truths are more powerfully and persuasively taught in the Book of Mormon than in any other book. The full power of the gospel of Jesus Christ is contained in the Book of Mormon, period. I love that. And I know that when I make the choice to read the Book of Mormon, I allow the Spirit to speak to me. And it brings me peace. It makes my day go better. It keeps me from believing all the things that Satan tries to whisper in my ear. And it teaches me that I have a purpose here on this earth and that my life is not random, that I'm not on my own trying to figure out my daily struggles. The Book of Mormon connects me to my Savior, and it helps me appreciate Him and everything that He's done for me, and I am so grateful for it in my life. 
The last section of the lesson talks about how the Lord will answer us if we ask in faith with a soft heart. After Nephi had his awesome vision, he went back to the tent of his father, and he saw Laman and Lemuel, and they were arguing about what Lehi had told them and trying to figure out what it all meant. And I think at this point, Nephi was pretty much just emotionally exhausted after all the things that he had just seen and the intense spiritual experience that he had just had. So he asked Laman and Lemuel what their problem is. And I love this exchange between Nephi and his brothers found in chapter 15, verses 7 through 11. It says, And they said, Behold, we cannot understand the words which our father hath spoken concerning the natural branches of the olive tree and also concerning the Gentiles. And I said unto them, Have ye inquired of the Lord? And they said unto me, We have not, for the Lord maketh no such thing known unto us. Behold, I said unto them, How is it that ye do not keep the commandments of the Lord? How is it that ye will perish because of the hardness of your hearts? Do ye not remember the things which the Lord has said? If ye will not harden your hearts and ask me in faith, believing that ye shall receive with diligence in keeping my commandments, surely these things shall be made known unto you. And Nephi, of course, knew exactly what he was talking about because he had just experienced this. And sometimes do we just get in our own way? (laughs) You know, we laugh at Laman and Lemuel and their ridiculous attitudes until we stop and realize that most of us are probably a lot more like them than we'd like to admit. (laughs) How many times do we struggle and forget to involve the Lord in that struggle or ask for help to understand what we need to learn and to ask for peace? And it's there for us all the time. We don't have to make an appointment with our Savior or our Heavenly Father. So why do we sometimes not take advantage of that help? Our lives are just so much easier when we do. And what do you think it means to ask in faith with a soft heart? To me, that means that when we ask the Lord for help, we need to be willing to listen to the answer and to go and do whatever we're told. And I think it's pretty common for us to go to the Lord with a problem, already knowing how we want it fixed. We know what we need. We know how things will work out the best. So we go to the Lord with the attitude of, I need this help right now in this way. Just fix it for me. (laughs) And it's really hard to just turn it over to him. But I think we get much better results when we can go to the Lord with an open mind. And our attitude is one of, help me to understand what your plan is for me. And for me to have the faith to do what I need to do, whatever that is. And that was the faith that Nephi had. And I think it's that attitude that opens us up to inspiration from the Holy Ghost. And then I love what Nephi says in verse 25. He says, Wherefore I, Nephi, did exhort them to give heed unto the word of the Lord. Yea, I did exhort them with all the energies of my soul, and with all the faculty which I possessed, that they would give heed to the word of God, and remember to keep his commandments always in all things. And that is great advice for all of us in our lives right now today. This life is just hard, but if we stick close to the things that we know and stick close to our Savior, we cannot fail. And those are my thoughts on this week's lesson. I want to thank you so much for joining me for a few minutes today. I hope you all have a great week, and don't forget that you can find me on Instagram at Come Follow Me Weekly.